you've had experience. We already know how it goes, but he's he's still learning. I was trying to make a joke about how I'm like well traveled and all that shit, but you know, who am I kidding? <laughs> Half traveled. Damn. Half traveled. There you go. All right. No. Um, <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Anime Summit. I am your favorite host, Sam the Bomb. And it's your other favorite host because dynamic duo tonight. Anime Summit best boy, Nick. Zoinks! You made me use 20% of my power. From Alpha Investments. No, I, I audibled into Shaggy. Gotta keep up with the, the current <laughs> the Shaggy memes, memes dude. <laughs> God. Uh, Ultra yeah, Instinct Shaggy. Ultra Instinct Shaggy. It's the dynamic duo tonight because uh, Danny got caught up in some uh, schoolwork and busy stuff. So, um, but I'll tell you what, we got a new thing. We got a new thing, a thing for you tonight. Decade spotlight, Nick. Tell the people what we're giving them. So, next year is 2020. This year is 2019, and we are preparing for anime of the decade. Um, episode or episodes potentially that we'll be doing in 2020. And for that, we are going to be covering one anime per month from the years 2010 to all the way up till 20, 2014, 2015 at the latest, because we've already done seasonals for everything after that. So we'll get about two per year up till 2014 and then two freebies at the end from any year. And we're starting with this one here, the Tatami Galaxy from 2010. We're just going to go chronologically, roughly, by year. And we'll, you know, we'll do a little review of, of some critically acclaimed shows, popular shows. They may or may not make it on our Anime of the Decade list, but what better time to review and watch them than now, you know? Yeah, and even if we don't, so like, so t- tonight we're doing Tatami Galaxy, right? But even if we don't cover an anime of the decade that we you think we should have, we're still going to, like, publish the list that Nick made so you can see, like, what we've put on there that were all all the ones that were considered. And then when we actually do the anime of the decade episode, you know, then we can all yeah. look at that list and shit. And that'll be in, like, Q1 2020. We're planning on it, hopefully. So we're planning, like, oh. a year ahead. Because <laughs> we, we have a lot of stuff, like, we you, me and Sam and... and uh, Everybody, Anime Summit, we kind of, like, really got back in at the back half of, like, 2014, 2015. So that's, like, half of a decade that we got to catch up on. So, you know, yeah. plus it's just a good excuse to, to review these somewhat old shows. Well, also, too, like, because Nick is the one who thought of it, and the idea of, like, doing show swaps is fun. But, like, the problem with that is that we were planning them too not far enough and like we didn't have a lot of time to watch two shows and that wasn't like anyone's fault it was probably all of our faults if anything but like yeah this makes it a little simpler this makes it a little easier to do anime reviews and not random because there's actually like an end goal in mind it's gonna be like avengers like yeah nick is <laughs> iron man I'm and we are, we're trying Hulk. to pick the we're trying to pick the best ones too like or at least what i've heard are the best so yeah yeah we're not gonna like waste your time with some random harem or cute girl doing cute you know things show legend or, of the arch fiend yeah 
Yeah, okay. Put more <laughs> respect on a Rusek Doji, Sam. I don't even pronounce it right. Doji. It's a perfect date movie, by the way. First date. Take her to watch that. Could you imagine watching that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a red flag. Um, Digitally remastered audio and everything. And then, oh then you got to go up to her and be like, is that really what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend you're like a super virgin. You don't even know anything. Oh, my oh God. Man. Okay, you so. you explode? <laughs> <laughs> if I yeah. save you from a tentacle monster, will you do me? Uh, fucking. I mean, probably. So, but. Probably. But, like, so there you go. That's that's There you have it. We're going to review the Tatami Galaxy tonight. Um, that, along with many others, for the rest of the decade. So there you go. Really quick, though, go to anime summit, links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Except don't click on the Amazon link because it doesn't work. Just go to Amazon.com, type in Anime Summit t-shirts, buy a t-shirt right now. If you take a selfie with that t-shirt and show me that you've bought it, I will send you something. I have a lot of stuff to send people right now. Uh, people have been generous enough to give me anime stuff that's like new unopened stuff i got wall scrolls i got posters i got manga i will send you a gift if you buy a shirt and take a selfie with it do it right now so i'm gonna send you some used panties i will send you some not mine i'm not not my panties but like i'll find like a japanese girl or japanese woman (laughs) and be like you'll just give her a wedgie and rip them off cartoon style and they'll be taped together when you receive them in the mail they'll have some scotch tape where the rip Just was. kidding. I'm not going to do that. That's inappropriate. That is totes yeah. inappropriate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like, no, yeah, that like was a little, w- little bit of an assault right there. I was a little, that's a not like in Billy Madison. That's light assault, assault, brother. Yeah, <laughs> just some light assault. You know, light assault with a little. bit Or if of you watched a, uh, if you watch Maho Shoujo site, she has to rip off her her panties that give her the magical girl powers. You do that. What anyway. the hell? <laughs> that was a great scene. I got to show you that. Uh. Yeah, no, but if you do that, I will send you take a selfie, tweet it at Nick or at Anime Summit, or DM it to me if you don't want to post it. Send it to me. I will send you a gift. There you go. Um, there's your info, and then let's move on to the Tatami Galaxy. Waifu and husbando. <laughs> the waifu is, of course, Akashi, the raven-haired woman. They're all raven-haired because they're Japanese. So. They're all raven-haired. <laughs> no, actually, uh, she has, like, slightly brown hair. Yeah, she's got, like, brown hair, so I don't know why he Kinda? kept saying that. But uh, And then, of course, the husbando is the the, the lead character, the, the MC-kun, Watashi. Now, that's not his actual name. He doesn't have a name. So, like, you know, Watashi means, like, myself or it means I, whatever. Yep. So, like, that's just what he's referred to and how he refers to himself as he narrates the story. Um, but that's what we have written down because that's what they, that's like when you're talking about this show to other people, that's how you refer to him. Or you just can say MC guy 5,000 MC face Johnson. Watashi face Johnson. Watashi Akashi. Watashi. Did you just say to me, you little bitch? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even make sense. Watashi. You just said it kind of, it kind of worked. I think not. That's why I did. You just say to me, (laughs) I did. You just say to me, um, The dynamic duo is back to review the Tatami Galaxy. Here we go. The Tatami Galaxy is 2010. Okay, so we're doing the 2010 year first, and then we're going to go up. So 2010, Studio Madhouse, directed by the king himself, Masaki Yuasa, and 
it's based on a novel by Tomihiko Morimi. Um, and that's also, that book is also called the Chitami galaxy. Um, and there's a movie that came out earlier this year, last year, the night is short walk on girl, which was also written by, um, uh, Tomihiko. I mean, how do you pronounce his name? Morimi. Morimi. There we go. So, yeah. And it, they, they say it is a spiritual su- sequel, but we're not. Yep. And Maybe he also did the, the eccentric family. That's another, another show that he's known for. We might review that movie later on. Or if we ever do like a mass movie episode, maybe. Best anime movie ever, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Planning on the podcast. Take you a gotta shot. watch a lot of movies. That's a lot of movies, fam. Just marathon. Let's, let's all go to Nick's house and just marathon them. Starting with that. Ninja Scroll and then going into Ritseki Doji. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Scroll into Legend of the Archfiend. The Overfiend song, please. Legend of the Overfiend, the Arch. I thought it was the Archfiend. Now the question is, would OVAs count like a short two-episode OVA? Because then, then you get stuff like uh, Mad Bull Thirty-Four. You know, there's classics. so much. There's just too much. Garzy's there's wing. So much. There's so much of that, Nick. I don't know. Anyway, the Tatami Galaxy. What do you think? Here we go. Here's a uh, Nick. You want to give a plot summary though? Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, lifting this one from Anime News Network. Uh, so basically. The Tatami Galaxy is its about a second-year student from Kyoto University who finds himself entrapped amid a plethora of unsatisfying possibilities to change his life, accompanied by Ozu, his mischievous best friend, and Akashi, a stern engineering student. The nameless protagonist trudges through each path as he tries to grab the opportunity that seems to dangle right in front of his eyes. Um, and that was from Anime News Network, their, their plot summary there. So Damn. basically, it's kind of like... And I'm going to steal a little bit from uh, – <laughs> I'm just stealing from everybody here. Um, Daryl Surratt um, from Anime World Order, he, he kind of gives a description. It's it's a little bit like Groundhog Day meets Fight Club um, meets Monkey Paw. That's kind of what Tatami Galaxy is. Um, so you have the main character going through these, these like, parallel worlds and, and, and timelines. It This the show is, like – I don't. I don't know if this is really much of a spoiler. It's kind of hard to spoil Tatami Galaxy if you think about it, but it's kind. Of, it's almost like a time travel story, but not really. Um, where the the main character is kind of dissatisfied, disillusioned with his life, and he's just you know he's going through these different scenarios where he joins clubs on the college campus or circles. Same thing as a club, it's a circle, and he joins these and he, to find himself and find happiness in in the years that he's in college. So like that's the idea of the show in a nutshell. Um, and then of course there's branching off themes from that. And it gets, it gets mm. pretty crazy, especially with like all the animation styles and, and different characters. In the I show. would say it's, I would say it's less of a time travel story and more of like a time loop story, which like there's, yeah. Yeah. Where something gets repeated or something gets looped or, um, whatever. Yeah. Like, in, like, in, like in fucking Dr. Strange, dude. Oh God. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> Is that the Dormammu? one where the guy rides on the on the bomb? Oh, that's Doctor Strange Love. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's the one where the guy rides the the, the bomb down and he's like holding his cowboy hat and he's like yeehaw and he just and the bomb just explodes. Fucking, just fucking, I'll just come in and be like, oh yeah, dude. And Thanos snapped his fingers and then Nick will be like, oh, is that the one with the golden gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Nick. No, but um, yeah, it's like a time loop more so, but um. So there you go. There's your synopsis if you haven't seen it. Um, 
Let's give our scores at the end. I was about to say my score. My Let's bad. just give our give scores us. and we'll we'll be done. We'll be done. Yeah, no. Give it at the yeah, we'll give it at the end. Give an arbitrary number, it's fine. But um I, I gotta say this real quick. The opening, uh Maigu Ino Toame no Oh B, yeah, soundtrack. By Asian Kung Fu Generation. The, okay, first of all, this band's been around since like the nineties, okay. Yeah, they've done a lot of have they done like a bunch of shonen stuff? Yeah. They they they're they're indie rock and kind of like pop punk, uh, beach beach punk uh, beach boys. Band. Gotcha. Beach boy. <laughs> I love it when my I love it when my dad says it. He's like, "Oh son, I like the beach boy." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Anyway, they've done yeah they've done a lot of anime. Well, they've done Naruto apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Asian Kung Fu Generation. Look them up. But anyway, I love this song. I I didn't skip and I marathon this the past couple days. And I didn't skip the opening for like the first five like episodes. I was just like, nah, I can't. I just fucking want to listen to it. It's so yeah, good. it's good. It's catchy, especially when it hits that chorus near the middle. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. They're, they're like traveling through the the uh, boarding house with all the tatami flats in there and all the all the plaid shirts hanging on the walls. Yep. Yeah, we'll have uh, Nick put the link in the show notes when we, when I put the show notes on YouTube. Um, I actually like the ending more. I love how the ending. So, like what, like Nick explained earlier, it's by the ending is by uh, by Juji Ishiwatari and Yoshinori Sunahara. It's called Kamisama no. Is that an L or an I? Lutori, Iutori, Iutori. I think yeah. That's the joke. Kamisama I don't know if it's no Iutori. <laughs> Lutori. What's it? Is his name Lito? Lita, Cam, Sammy, Lutery. Is it Ida or Lita? I better go buy me a Powerball so I can win the Lutery. <laughs> kind of is. A, this is why me and Nick can't just do podcasts by ourselves because we just fuck around. No, but here's the thing though. I really liked how the ending theme. It always starts right. It, it's like it. It's a part of the way the episode ends. Oh yeah, with the the spinning clock, like the clock yeah. tower or whatever. Yeah. Because fucking the so like the the whole thing as Nick explained earlier you know like at the end of every episode it loops back so he can try again and that's every episode and right as the clock is rewinding and right when it hits the the dink you know the the song starts and the way it comes in is just like boom just starts and then that's how you know it's like it's really awesome yeah well um, the, the the thing about it though when you said try again technically the main character isn't trying again it's it's like a parallel world essentially and this is like a this is kind of a spoiler but you can figure it out pretty quick watching the show even in the even in the first few episodes because like he he keeps making a lot of similar mistakes so he's not learning like you would in in groundhog days that's why it's a little bit different from that but in Groundhog Day, like Bill Murray, he he becomes basically a god. Like he knows everything about every person, and he's, you know, he's trapped there for like hundred years or whatever. But in this one, it's just like these, it's like a deja vu feeling. So like when he t- when he meets the um, the fortune, the old old lady fortune teller who keeps telling him that opportunities dangling right in front of him. When he meets her, she keeps raising her price, and he's like, "Wait a second, wasn't it cheaper last time?" But he's like not quite sure, right? He would know for sure if if it was like if if he was looping back like uh, like a Steinsgate style, but um, right, it's like slightly different from that. Um, just just a little just a little nitpick there, a little pointer point of fact. 
I interrupted you, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was <laughs> done. I was done. Oh, okay. Like, so how do we want to start tackling the show itself here? Because I'm so conflicted on this show because I'm going to be honest with you. I was so annoyed. Like, I was getting really annoyed. Oh, yeah. This is it. not your type of show. <laughs> like, you, well, you think half it, of it isn't. You think it would be because the way it's drawn and the way how out there it is and the way it how awesome it looks it's so visually and aesthetically pleasing and satisfying and i fucking love that and i love the aesthetic but it's just like i almost could have not done with watching that nine times like and so i was reading about so so the first thing you'll notice right away when you start the show is uh mc guy narrating right he, he's narrating it he's like whatever and the first thing you'll notice right away is the speed of which he's saying his thoughts and narrating his his thoughts and whatever. And the reason that he did that is because he wanted to appeal to, like, the original writing of the, the novel and then how you're, you are listening to what's happening in someone's head and you are not supposed to be able to, like, if you're reading someone's thoughts in someone's head, it's not going to be natural like how they talk. It's going to be faster and it's going to be jumbled. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, so and like, it's not really important kinda, to get every single word either. Right. It's good right. to just like, like let it wash over you. You know. Right, and so so I and I get that because I because Nick provided this link in our show notes with the interview with uh, Yuasa, and that's where I read that. And I get that, right? But it was just like nine episodes of that, and then the and then him looping, and then him just fucking around. And I was so annoyed of how stupid he was. I was just like, man, you no no, no man on earth, no man on earth. Okay, well maybe there might be a couple men out there. <laughs> Actually, there's probably a large number of men out there. <laughs> but like, I I have to I have to. I have to put it out there that there's a lot of men out there that aren't that dumb. Like she clearly Akashi because there's this there's this this theme that repeats in every episode which is him making a promise to take her to this ramen stand. The same ramen stand that he you see him eating at the beginning. Oh yeah, it's like meets, Nepo ramen or I forgot the name of it. Um, yeah. Um yeah. that he that he when he meets uh uh, Higuchi, the the matchmaking god, at the beginning, and at the end of every episode, he's in it, you know, it's like all you got to do is reach out, dude, and grab it. All you got to do is reach out and and say, hey, let's go tomorrow. Hey, let's go, let's go this weekend. And it's just like, bro, this is why you're rewinding nine times. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but it makes sense though, like. like you know, if you've never, the thing is, he he has no romantic experience, and that's what you got to understand is like he doesn't know how to start. Because you, you know, you and me, obviously, me of course, I've, you know, I I am I am I am, you know, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like you you've you've had experience. We already know how it goes. But he's he's still learning. I was trying to make a joke about how I'm like, well traveled and all that shit. But you know, who am I kidding? <laughs> Half traveled. Damn. Half traveled. There you go. All right. No. Um, 
No, but and like, I figured dude, they're at an engineering school, Sam. It, it's like the old saying goes: the the odds are good, but the goods are odd. They don't know how to how to socialize. Like Akashi doesn't. She's like tells everyone to fuck off, and they ask her what her weekend plan is. Like, <laughs> so he probably thinks she's doing the same thing. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, she's she's like that with everyone, but she would hang out with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, we gotta realize is like, if if someone's hanging out with you and spending time, that means they value your your presence. So your company, yeah, yeah. I Nick, maybe it's just because I've been around the block. I don't fucking know, but like. Like, oh, God, I don't know. Like, I Nick, I love this show, but, like, I would have – I could do with it being maybe six or seven episodes, not 11. Like, it just was, like – I'm going to – I know I'm going to catch heat for that. I know because this show is, like – this show has won awards. You know, it's Misaki Yuasa. Um, but, like – Yeah, it won, like, a film festival award or something? Yes. Yes, it did. What's the award here? We should find that. Uh, I just had it. It's on I Wikipedia. Just had it. Uh, the grand prize for the animation category in the Japan Media Arts Festival in ah, December. There we go. Yeah. In December of 2010. This premiered in the summer, by the way, from April to July. So it won fucking literally that that fucking year. So, but like, it, ah, God, I was just having trouble. There were parts where I like. There was times where I wanted to just like skip episodes and just skip right to the end because i was like okay i know shit's gonna hit the fan in the last two episodes so i'm just gonna go there but i just like i kept watching <laughs> it because i was like nah, did you want to see better... the uh, the scientology cult <laughs> <laughs> and the, the three episodes where he's deciding on the three different girls yeah no i know <sighs> i don't know well one, one of one of which was a uh was a doll <laughs> yeah <laughs> kauri the the doll who's uh who is the uh, what's his name? The jock, like his, Joga, his Joga, girlfriend. Joga, yeah, Jogasaki. Jogasaki. Masaki, that's it. Yeah, Masaki Jogasaki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking a uh, dude. I, <laughs> I was just tired of the antics. Like I was just over it, and I just was like, mm, yeah. Well, your sucks. It it does work to watch this like kind of in one or two chunks. I think. If you're that's to how watch I did one it. episode yeah. a day, then it's a little tough. I would say. But that's in, and obviously like, cause like, you know, we were getting ready for the tonight. I, that's how I did it. But like, I, I, <laughs> the only reason I like slagged through it and I, I shouldn't say slagged through it. Cause that's like a really bad show, but like the, yeah. And this show is not bad at all. It's just like, I was so annoyed with it. And I was just like, and I know I always give Nick about making jokes about disparaging the podcast and how terrible we are and shit. But like I was just like I had to be like no Sam do your job and watch the show. <laughs> like, what would Bill Belichick say? Do your job. I was like, girl, what would Bill Belichick say? So I had to fucking do it. But like, and 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 so like now that reading the interviews and stuff, it, it makes a little more sense to me and everything. But like I gotta tell you that I I I went into this like pretty raw. So like. Maybe that was my problem. I don't know. But I shouldn't have to do that. I should just turn it on and watch it, you know? But, like, like Nick said earlier, it maybe is just not my kind of show. And that's probably definitely what it is. But, like, I love everything else about it. I love the idea and the execution of every episode being where he gets looped back and having every episode having the similar things with the fortune teller, the the spending time with Akashi, and then the moth happening on her, the moth landing on her her nose and all that stuff. 
But oh man, this w- Nick was this your first time watching it or no? Yeah, yeah, that's why. Oh, I it was it okay. Here. I thought you had seen it before or something. No, I've just seen people talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then Same maybe thing. that makes our conversation a little more, a little more, uh, a little more substance then. But like, I just I don't know. I it sucks because I I I almost wanted it to be a maybe not a movie, but like definitely shorter, like six or seven episodes. I, I yeah, felt I like it, it could have maybe been a movie, but like I'm sure I think like this this kind of benefits from rewatching it. Um as painful as it might be for for you, but for or for a lot of people actually, but um um I, I, I wouldn't mind rewatching it someday. But it's like like all of the parts matter. Um but I can see how like the repetition and the repeated like imagery would be a little bit grueling just just based mm-hmm. on like the structure of it um i don't know i, I personally liked it because it made sense because he was he was stuck in this rut in life and like he felt he was having like an early life crisis basically and didn't know what to do he was like frozen he couldn't couldn't like make a good decision couldn't go for the girl you know he's wasting his time with bullshitting with ozu and all that um and then in the final two episodes, he finally, you know, he figures it out. So, yeah, like, I can see how the middle part would be would be tough at times. Um, but it's like, the thing is, like, it's all worth it, though, the way it wraps up and the way it starts and everything. It, it's like... It was. I don't know. It was. My initial notes on the show, the show sheet that you make for us every week were like, this is annoying, I fucking hate it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, like, and obviously, like, you know, I'm not a fucking idiot, okay? Like, my mind will change if you explain it to me, you know, um, as with anything and how I treat everything. But, like, I, um, it, it sucks because I love everything else about it. I love the premise and I love the way it's executed. I love that. Yeah, the directing rep- is, is awesome. Like, you can the tell directing it's is Yuasa. Because, like, can. Masaki Uasa doesn't let frames sit there. He's not holding these boring shots that every other show has where you just have, like, their the mid-shot from, like, their mid-drift up and, like, look, going back and forth between their faces. He doesn't do that, yeah, really. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like, yeah. he goes from every single angle possible. Drone shot of the city, like, while they're Yeah, talking. yeah. And, like, their bodies distort and deform when they, you know, when they're uh, talking to each other away. and, like, when they're drinking. It, like, it makes, like, little boop sounds and, like... <laughs> There's like these, it's like g- gross and cute at the same time. Like all of the characters. Yeah. Yep. the The decision to have live action, heavily heavily filtered live action footage as some of the backgrounds and like things like that was amazing. And it you couldn't even tell half the time. Like it was really cool. Like it flowed with the animation and the art style very well. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Bakemonogatari. Or a lot of parts of Monogatari. Hell yeah. Um, maybe we should watch that one next. Uh, but like, <laughs> hashtag plan on the podcast. Everyone hey, take a shot. On, that's recommendation on Mel. That's <laughs> recommendation on Mel. Nick reference Mel. Take a shot. Uh, but like, um, uh, it's uh, yeah. I, I just wish it was shorter. And maybe that's like the and the problem with me having that revelation, Nick. 
because I know like you would call me out on it and like that's not a problem at all like and I expect you to but like what does that say about my taste in anime like because I was I was filthy spoiled millennial Sam yeah (laughs) (laughs) just a little brat you little bitch No, no but like reading some of the mal reviews especially these people some of the people on and i know mal reviews are like whatever right you live or live without them or whatever some of them are terrible but like some of the things that some of the people said is like you know they're treating it with nuance and like they're pointing out all the nuances in the in the show and it's like man these guys are really smart in the way they're explaining it and the way they are reviewing it what does that say about me not liking it or not enjoying it or feeling like i had to force myself to watch it you know what i mean was i really that annoyed that i was like tempted to just skip to the end you know what i mean it kind of like made me feel bad almost and i know i shouldn't like if i don't like let people like stuff and let people don't like stuff you know what i mean but like and it's misaki yuasa well that's the thing with it it's it is a tough watch um Okay, then that, when you say that, it makes me feel a little better, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's like, for everybody, because you have to put your full attention into it. You can't just watch it on a second screen like every, like every other show. Um, watch in the background like Nick does. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me, I mean, obviously Monogatari, another one that like that isn't really the same, but like Technolize is, is another show where it's like, that's a tough watch too, but it's also very good. And Great with the Fireflies, that's another one. You know, it's like you don't want to... <laughs> you're not like watching it just out of the blue for no reason. Like it is kind of a, you got to be focused on it. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's like this art that, you know, this kind of like a high art, um, type of show. So like you kind of be, you gotta be in the mood for that a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't have like the, the premise is, is kind of simple, but it's also really complex in the way they, the, the dialogue is handled and, and the way the directing is just like, you know, forcing you to stare at it. It's like you don't really have much breathing room in this show, which is good and bad sometimes, right? So it's kind of like it's a little bit like Pop Team Epic. Like I know you didn't like Pop Team Epic, but it's it's kind of similar to that <laughs> um, in the sense yeah. that it's just like wacky. I gotta watch I gotta watch that show more because like I I shat on it just because well, I knew the, it was a pure meme show. Yeah, and the, like, and the and brief tangent like with pop team epic like i'll agree some of the skits in that were bad but then for every one of those you got one that was like a 10 out of 10 best thing ever so like you know it's not a perfect show who cares but <laughs> um mm-hmm. well, yeah back to uh to tommy galaxy it's fine if you if you know if you don't immediately love it you know and, and it's not something that you're in the mood for right away like you know that's just how it goes i don't know it's just hard to i don't know but it, it reading uh, you know the other stuff that you posted here the the amount of care and details that went into it that i feel like a lot of anime doesn't do is what makes it perfect to launch this like spotlight series that we're doing yeah you know the the fact that it takes place in kyoto and that masaki yuasa went to live there for a month and take photos to use in the show. Yeah, the location you know, and scouting and all that. The yeah. live action parts you see are like photos, and they're also. I think, I think they do that film. for a lot of anime, to be fair. But sure, yeah, a lot sure. of anime take place like directly in Japan, and people like pilgrimage to that place. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah, sure, sure. But like, I don't know. 
Masaki, so the thing about Masaki also, like you said earlier, is like he's an artist, you know, and not to say that other directors and stuff aren't, but like you can tell his stuff, like you, like in our last episode, you talked about it, and you, you, you can tell, like, that it's his work that you're watching, and um, I definitely felt that when watching this. Yeah, and it, it sucks that it's little things that annoyed me, because now I feel like in the grand scheme of things, it was just little stuff. But I still, I, I'll tell you what though, like I'd, I'm still gonna recommend this show to people. Well, yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like running a long race, right? Where it, you know it kind of sucks in the middle of it, right? You're excited to start and you're excited to finish, but in the middle is like a slog where you're just like crap. <laughs> but then at the end, you feel great. You're like, wow, look what I did. You get the second <laughs> win, yeah. Galaxy. Um, this uh, this is the kind of show that pers- for me personally, it's like I'm gonna like it the more that I think about it. Um, and even at the time I was watching, I was like, wow, this is like amazingly directed, and you know the the way he's putting those uh, mochi mochiman dolls that the that Akashi dropped. Yeah, the little puppy things, the weird puppy. Or sorry, mochi gumas. She so like this is one of the repeated uh, motifs in the show where they like, they take uh, she had Akashi has like a, a small collection of these dolls and she lost one earlier in the story. And, and then uh, Watashi or the boy finds it. And the whole, throughout the whole series, he's, he's like trying to give it back to her and like remembering the yes to give it back and then forgetting and then not doing it. Um, and then like just the way that that is handled and like he he has it attached to his light switch and every time <laughs> the old woman tells him it's like opportunity it's right within your grasp <laughs> and he as as he grasps the light switch and turns off the light <laughs> it's just like really well done um that's just like that's yeah, that, the example that, that comes to mind that i loved because it was just like it, it represented so many things not only did it represent his his opportunity to get his foot in the door with akashi it meant for a lot of things. It meant for the rose-colored camp, rose-colored campus life that he wanted. It meant going forward with his life to get out of the rut. It meant finding love or finding happiness, whatever in whatever form that it may be, whether it's with Akashi or, or whatever. It represented all of that stuff, and I loved that. I especially loved that. But like, that's another part that annoyed me. What is it just like where I thought he was dumb? It was like, bro, it's right there. Like, and of course, like, of course, I'm an outsider looking in. And he has no experience with love. So there. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, I'm an outsider looking in. We all are when we're watching it. But like, it's kind of like you yelling at the screen. You're watching a horror movie and the the girl walks in the cat or the person walks in the cabin and they go, hello. Why would you fucking say hello? Like, yeah. <laughs> don't go back dumb. in there. It's haunted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this bitch is about to get cut right right when he goes in the room. He's gonna get fucking stabbed. I told you in the in the gullet. <laughs> told you. But like, there's a certain satisfaction in like knowing the ending or knowing what's supposed to happen, right? Because then I, like, the audience yeah, I has like this clear goal in mind, and it's not it's not just like totally ambiguous like you you can you actually can figure out what's what's supposed to happen but maybe that's like another factor of why i wanted to just skip to the end because i was just like fuck i just want to see like him realize it you know what i mean like it took too long for me 
Dude, it's, I don't you, know. Got, you gotta get into that fever dream, bruh. Fucking Nick, it's all about the journey. Take some psilocybin, some LSD, bro. Look, and why didn't they just a, get into a floating tank like Joe Rogan? Why didn't <laughs> Why didn't the fucking hobbits just get on the fucking Griffin thing and fly over yeah. to Mordor? Uh, fucking because Nick is the, in the eye would snipe them out of the air with its laser beam. All right, there you go. A laser beam. Nick is in the corner yelling at me. It's about the journey. It's about the journey. <laughs> There's actually a net over the volcano that would catch the ring. So there you go. Yeah, it's just fine mesh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Back from back to Tatami Galaxy. Back to Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. So the problem with that movie, <laughs> there was no that movie had like five endings. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but like I don't know. And, and, and talking to you about it makes me feel a little better, to be honest. But I, ah oh man, I don't know. What do I rate this show then? I don't fucking know. I, what else did you love about it? Because maybe if you tell me, I can be like. Yeah, that too. And maybe, uh, you know. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm struggling with myself tonight. Do you understand? Well, that's the thing. Like, like, I'm, this having one, a pro- I'm having an This issue. really needs, like, a rewatch, though. That's the that's the problem. But, like, I Okay, let's really rewatch like, it right now. Let's really end the episode like, right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll play the opening and ending, but in reverse, just like the show. Go back in time. As a side note, I did like how they did that with. So, the first 10 episodes, you had the opening and the ending in order. And then the last episode. It goes ending then opening, so it could, because it like bookends the themes of the show. It, it, it's kind of like a palindrome almost. It's like you know, it 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 makes sense in like the looping nature, like the 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 clock. You know, you, the beginning is the same as the end, almost not the same. But mm-hmm. It's like the reverse like of memento, it. yeah. He like well, he broke the cycle basically. That, that also represented that, like the cycle is broken. Break the loop, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I like the dialogue. I liked how it kind of felt like a, like a poetry. I mean, it, did, it felt like a novel. Like like the guy really put the effort into the dialogue where they're, I can't remember the exact line, but he's talking about Ozu. But every time he did, Ozu is like a little demon boyfriend. He's he's like, it was a, a, a like a devilish grin and he looked like a yokai with, and he was a man of ill portent. And I'm like, oh, they use the word portent. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is anime, because <laughs> most shows don't. They don't put that much effort into the dialogue, or at least the translation. Something's lost in there, um, right? But this one, they 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 had like the more of a vocabulary, mm-hmm. and it it flowed better, and like the way everyone talked really fast, and I don't know. I just I like I like how the conversations flowed. That's what that was probably my favorite part of it. Um, like every character had their own kind of goals and, and they're going about their life. Like, like Higuchi, the, uh, the eggplant guy, the, the giant chin man, he was kind uh, of like the, the God of matrimony. Yeah. yeah. He's basically like this, this divine figure that was like kind of orchestrating a lot of this. <clears throat> um, I, I, I liked him, how he was, you know, he, he almost didn't care. He, he he didn't have much as much of a connection to the world as everybody else, but at the same time he was still like toying with them and I don't know. Oh, and the, other, the other thing that you should, Sam, this is gonna make up for all of your complaints. Johnny, Johnny, the uh, the the sex robot guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Johnny the cowboy. Johnny the cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> whenever uh, Watashi got, um, whenever he got like horny or whatever, Johnny the cowboy, it would like, it would cut to like this black 
landscape of, of Johnny the Cowboy. Just be like, go for it, go for it, yeah! And he's like freaking out. <laughs> it's just like, because that's like, it represents his libido and, and uh, he's trying to kind of trying to quench it down and, and like the way that those scenes were handled was just really funny. Fucking weirdest looking thing. Because like I saw that cowboy in the opening theme and I thought it was just like a random aesthetic weird thing. But then it's like, <laughs> well, it's like it's kind of like Woody from uh, Toy Story, but yeah. it, but like a bastardized, ugly version of it. <laughs> it looks so fucking weird. No, dude, it's funny. Yeah, Johnny's fucking hilarious. Well, that's yeah, what you get with with the Uasa shows. You get like these trippy like mind fucks. Like the main characters usually have something in their head that's that's like pestering them the whole show, and it's like you get this repeated imagery. It's represented by something, yeah, that you don't think. Sh- that it should be represented by like yeah it's fucking weird um there's just a lot of a lot to it it's like really dense that's what i liked about it um i don't have like a perfect review to give i haven't written out like a 10 page essay on it so (laughs) um i'd I'd recommend checking out some of the reviews online i know bob duh he writes a lot of those he's i think he writes for ann now um there's a bunch of other ones too there's like the Anime World Order, they did that. Um, I yeah, feel like you could pick this anime for, like, a report in, like, a psych class or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you definitely could. The The themes of, like, of the college life and trying to figure out who you are and what you're trying to do, how you're trying to go forward, but explored in such a avant-garde way and presented in such an avant-garde way is something I love. Um, definitely. Like, the way you said it, like, Masaki Yuasa, like, the way he makes things, the way he chooses to represent certain things in, like, someone's head, or in this case, the cowboy represents his sex drive or whatever. And it kind of reminded me of that show Big Mouth on Netflix, which I fucking hate, by the way. But, like, you know, the, the puberty monster or whatever. He's like this big furry monster with a huge dong. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, I know Yuasa, he's like worked on other shows too. He did an episode of uh, Adventure Time. He did some Space Dandy episodes. Um, he's helped out with a lot of stuff. Like You can you can instantly tell when he's done something because it looks kind of like, it all kind of looks like Yuasa. It's like wibbly wobbly, but. <laughs> he, did an invent- he did an episode of Adventure Time? Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one, but I haven't seen all that show. I have to watch that. I'll find it. It's on Hulu. You, yeah, um, I mean, the second you watch it, you'll know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I yeah, was, I think it's Adventure Time. It was one of those. I'm gonna go ahead and say that some of my mind on some of the things was definitely talking about it out loud instead of just writing like my thoughts, my fresh thoughts on the show sheet. I feel a little different. Uh, but like, I still wish it was shorter. I think I still think it could be shorter with the way it's handled, you know, with like the way they execute everything. I think it needs to be in a series though. I think it needs to be in episodes. So you can have that ending thing at the end where, you know, you can have the repetitiveness because that repetitive repetitiveness needs to be in there. Yeah. But like, I still feel like it was like three or four episodes too long. That sounds kind of stupid. Right. But if you think about it, four episodes, well, he was adapting the novel. So that, I mean, that's that's what it was. He was adapting the novel, and it's yeah. Perhaps it's like a, a sort of a sort of thing where it works better in the novel. I don't know, but 
It yeah, still is short like for, each... for an anime TV show. It's very short still. Yeah, it's only it's 11 episodes. episodes. Yeah, short, yeah most of like them are like 13 to, 13 to 26 or whatever. So, Right. Yeah, it's only 11 episodes. Um, But even then, it's just like, I don't know. But I, I love everything else about it. I think it's a great show. I think it's a perfect show to kick off this series. And I think it's a really great work by Masaki Yuasa. And I'm curious to how the novel carries it. I don't know if you can find that in English, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not also big on reading. I've only read five books in my life. <laughs> but like, don't say that, Sam. You got to add a couple of zeros to the end to make yourself seem smart. You got to pump those numbers up. Pump those numbers up, rookie. Rookie. Uh, but yeah, I. Dude, I think the directing alone just makes it, like, uh, makes it a top tier show. I think even it's like the, the style, yeah, the aesthetic the, and the directing, the, the aesthetics style. alone, yeah, yeah, and then and then you add in the great dialogue, and then, you know, the the funny characters, and and it's, pretty good premise and everything, and it's just, it's really good, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it is tough to get through at times, especially if you're not in the mood for it, but you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a fever dream. You just gotta, you just gotta fucking grit your teeth and go. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna say. I think everyone should watch the show, and I think you should get through it. It, out of all the bitching I've done this whole entire recording, if I can get through it, you can get through it. And I think it, I think it's a nice way to get into Misaki Yuasa's work. It, it's a definitely like if you want to like explore his work as a director, this is definitely a way to do it. Like if you, if your first introduction to Misaki Yuasa was Double Man Cry Baby, then uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's yeah, what I said. Like, Devil May Cry Baby isn't as good as his other works, and it's still one of the best shows of that year. Because, because you would you would agree with me, right? Where where Cry Baby, despite having you know a top tier soundtrack, isn't as wasn't as like perfectly like meticulously crafted as this one. Yes, and it's not even that I close. <laughs> yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah. And that's the crazy um, thing, like you also, and, and you know, it's once we get to 2014, we'll probably cover Ping Pong the animation. That's another one of his of Yuasa's shows, and you'll see a lot of similar themes there. Um, and that's why it's like when, when if you've only seen Devilman Crybaby, and you're like, wow, this is perfection, it's amazing, and then and then you watch the other stuff, you're like, wait, that was nothing. <laughs> it's, no, for it's real, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ping Pong, Ping Pong. Dude, oh, yeah. you, Nick is you will make, love Ping Pong, by the way. Nick is going to make us watch that because he brings it up every episode. Take a shot. That is a Ping Pong-like show. Oh, my God. It's bas- Ping Pong is like it's like Tatami Galaxy, but less dense, so you're able to like absorb it easier. But it, it's also very mm. still very dense, and it's it's about – it's not really about a sport. It doesn't teach you how to play Ping Pong. It doesn't fucking matter because Japanese figured out how to, how to do sports shows. It's like – it's not about how to play the sport. It's about the story, you know, and ever following everybody. So, right. Anyway, that's we'll say that for the ping pong episode. Jeez, get off track there, Nick. So I'm gonna give my score right now. Okay. Smokey, what do you give it? Never mind. Don't talk to me. You're you're a fucking asshole. So how are we, how should it. we do scores? Like, cause I'm starting to not like the number, like the mal number system, just because everyone thinks like a seven means something different. Like so half, saying half the people so think a seven means a five, or they think so it means like thinking, a fail. So you're thinking we should go to an, the Nabisco scale. 
I think we should do letter <laughs> grades. <laughs> I give it I give it a straight up B A Well like A-. letter letter grade like on a curve too. So it's harder to get an A or an F, for example. Like Okay. Most B. shows most shows are gonna be a C. Like most of the stuff B- that comes B- out in a season is gonna be a C. Then B. I give it a B. Okay. It's a little bit a little bit harsh there, Sam, but okay. <laughs> um B plus plus. All right. Well, there you go. Wait, what's so the like, second plus? So, so like a B plus plus would be like Oh no, you're B supposed to go into the Simpsons reference. Point seven five. Oh to be sorry. Like, oh, that was a smudge of jam. <laughs> smudge of jam, yeah. <laughs> My bad. I got it. I haven't watched the Simpsons in a long time. I give it a B plus. I will give it an A. Solid A. I don't know what is A like that's equivalent to like a nine or a ten? Nine point five? A Basically. plus would be like a ten, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna give it like a solid A, so like a nine point five, just because like I think I have to let it resonate. It's hard for me to give something a ten instantly. A minus would be like a nine, and then B give or take. plus. Yeah, actually, yeah. if I go to my ma- if I go to my mal page, I actually wrote it down. <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. Oh yeah, in your profile, you did write it down. Oh, yeah. I did. I did it first. I think I deleted it. I changed. No, it to it's like tears. on your profile. Oh, I changed it to tears. Oh, S tier. Anyway, um, well, that's the same thing. Letter grades and S tier, yeah, yeah, tier. So yeah. S would be. I'll give it top tier, basically top tier, whatever that means. <laughs> so so S. If you go into like fighting games, it's 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 uh, Meta Knight. <laughs> it's Meta Knight. <laughs> that's the only one I know. Um, okay, I think that's a fair score. I think your your score is a little more fair than mine, probably. Oh no, it's it's your preference. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, fuck you then. I'm just being. I'm just being. Say what ass. I want. I'm just being like, Sam. Why don't you give it the exact number that I gave? It? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna rate everything the same as I rate it, <laughs> or you're fired. <laughs> uh, sign the contract. Go fuck yourself. But like, uh, no, for real. I give it a B plus. Nick gives it an A, solid A, right, or an A plus, A or solid A, A plus, yeah, A, A. A. I'm gonna uh, give it triple out. A, like I called this morning. <laughs> shout out to Young Travy. Oh, you had to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, shout it could take Trevi. us up to two days to get there. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, fucking. Shout out um, to Polar Vortex. So the Tatami Galaxy, okay, Masaki Yuasa, 2010, the kickoff to our, our, our winding down and our build up to the decade review that we're going to do. Um, Danny did watch the show. Uh, we'll probably get her thoughts at the decade review or in another episode when we're, we're doing another decade spotlight. Um, if you want to know her thoughts on it, but, um, I, I do recommend everyone watch this show. I, I was hating. I was sipping haterade cause I was getting annoyed. Why well, I should have watched it in three chunks instead of two chunks. Maybe that's my issue, but, uh, I'll admit that I, I can admit when I sip on a haterade, I like the blue kind and the red kind. Um, but I recommend. I highly recommend. I think it's a great show. Oh yeah. Show. Yep. It's gonna be tough to beat this one. But we're gonna yeah, try. I mean, we're, we're gonna, gonna try. try. <laughs> we're gonna try. Um, it's not really so, about beating. It's just about getting shows that are all like good and worth watching, right? Like you know, 
Yeah, you, like, you don't always want to watch almost, one show. You want to watch different stuff. You can always you can almost call them staples in a way. Yeah. Yeah, stable staples, if you will. Stable staples. A hint so, to the next show that we might review. So if <laughs> so if you've seen the Tatami Galaxy, please hit us up. Let us know what you thought of it. And if you haven't seen it, watch that shit. Okay. Um. We we did this episode pretty spoiler free, I think. You know. So I mean, even after hearing this, you know, you should. I think you should go I mean, watch it. It's there's not a lot to spoil though for Tatami Galaxy. Like, yeah, no, it really isn't. You kind of just know. You you know right. It's away. not like Death Note or uh, you know six, the Sixth Sense or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know he's been dead for over forty years. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, let us know what you think. Um. I thought it was great. Highly recommend. That being said, go to links.animesummit.net and follow us all in there. You can follow our personal accounts there. And our analyst and mail pages are in the YouTube descriptions. I don't know if I mentioned that. I think I mentioned that before, but not in a while. You should go look there. Keep up with our decade shit as we go through them. Uh, I've been Sam. That's Anime Summit Best Boy Nick. And this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. Yeehaw! Let's go light a bunch Get of fireworks. Get her. I'm Johnny the Cowboy. Johnny the Cowboy. <laughs> Get her.